episode of Block Talk presented by Theorem the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep Block Talk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Lots of people are out, out of the academy, out of the gig, and out of their mind. It's time for another Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, then it's fair game for shade. Joining me on the panel this week is Mikey, Annie, and Scott. We got a full house this week. Finally. When has this happened? Oh, the stars have aligned. Finally. People wake up. People are here. There's no internet issues. We're, this is going to be great. Um, um, so... We will be taking five pop culture topics, headlines, stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we are going to break them apart, share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorites might not make it, but if you want it to be discussed, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram, no promises. First, how's everybody doing? Doing great. I'm alive. I've got coffee. Yeah, okay, you got coffee. I don't know. How are you? But, you got uh, COVID. Okay. Mikey, what about you? Uh, I don't have COVID, but my husband does. So there's that. Look at my this. My best friend has it. So, you know, we're all just. We're I living don't know anyone. I don't know, it, have or, anyone directly. Uh, right next to it. Yeah. Um, wow. COVID's still here. Um, craziness, craziness. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping for the listeners. Um, I have switched over to a new hosting platform. We are now on Podbean. So if you are having any issues getting the show, please be sure to reach out to me um, because there are a lot of moving parts to this and I have to make sure that's all working. But um, I'm liking this new place. They gave me a, like a little website thing. Um, it's blocktalk.podbean.com and you can access all those shows there as well. Um, yeah, fun times. But what we've moved on from SoundCloud because they said you can't put any more shows on. And I said, fuck you, I will. Uh, so uh, SoundCloud. Um, wait, why did SoundCloud say you couldn't? Because they only have bandwidth for 450 to 500 episodes. And well, this is episode 449, so we gotta go. <laughs> they only have, that's really weird. The lady said go home. Yeah, the lady no, said they, like, go home. When I when I approached them about it, they're like, yeah, when we started, we didn't really have the bandwidth for that kind of thing because we're really here for music, not for podcasting. I said. So do you want to keep me as a customer or should I leave? And they never responded. And I said, okay, bye. They said, you can talk, but only for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a crowd. Yeah, the lady said, go home. That's <laughs> lady, true. Go if you'd like to have a three-minute podcast. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> let's discuss our first topic. Music's biggest night was really just an evening for great performances and figuring out why Silk Sonic did well. The big winners <laughs> of the night included... John Batiste winning album of the year, Silk Sonic winning record and song of the year, and Olivia Rodrigo winning best new artist. 
When it came to speeches, the highlight clearly was SZA on crutches and the newly unretired Doja Cat who sprinted from the bathroom. Um, highlights of the performances included Lil Nas X, Lady Gaga, BTS, Billie Eilish, and the Ukraine tribute from John Legend featuring Ukrainian artists like Mika. Um, well, no, not a straightforward Stephen Sondheim tribute. Rachel Zegler, Ben Platt, Cynthia Revo, and Leslie Odom sang a medley of Sondheim songs during the In Memoriam. What was your favorite part of the night? Any snubs, any shocks, and hashtag justice for ABBA. Um, I just really liked the uh, fact that this was, an in, this was just a Lady Gaga meet and greet. Right. Everyone was just there to meet Gaga and then maybe get an award. <laughs> she would like help people on stage. She was like kind of the usher, which I love. Literally, like grabbing scissors train. Um, I have never <laughs> ever felt more seen at the Grammys than the moment Doja Cat had to throw her vape to get on stage. <laughs> which I mean, honestly, very smart of her because had she still had it in her hand, there probably would have been more issues. <laughs> Oh, yes. She was like, um, I don't care who I hit. This thing's got to go. <laughs> so is she unretired now? Are we officially saying she's back? I mean, Not the yet. thing is, is that she can't retire. She was like, she basically said, I'm retiring after I do what's in my contract, which is like three more albums, multiple tours. Like, she's not going to be done for the next like 10 years because of what she's obligated to do. And by then, I'm sure she'll feel differently. And so I don't know. Like, I love her and I, I understand it because the situation that she was in was like fucking insane. Yeah. But also yeah. like, she's she's tied up in so many things. Like she's not going to be out of the like industry for like a while. No, she owes too much money to other people. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think right. she like, even if she was in that moment, like being like, oh shit, like it was a smart move to be real emotional about it and be like very like, oh, these things do matter. Oh, yeah. it's like, aha, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> All right, let's let let's discuss well, Silk Sonic. Can we discuss first Silk Sonic? We need, okay, go first ahead. we need to discuss the fact that Louis C.K. won Comedy Album of the Year. Um, oh, I didn't have to, but no, we have to because I remember <laughs> very specifically allegations ruined men's careers. Where? Also, that video from like that surfaced literally a week ago of him just saying the N word on TV. Uh huh. that. Like mom. hard R, like yeah, mm-hmm. with Chris Rock, by the way. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, no. Mount Rushmore of just assholes. <sighs> They're yeah. both. He's got a fresh Grammy. Oh my god! These All right, now, now <laughs> let's talk about Silk Sonic. Why? Who? When? Bruno Mars has not lost a single. Grammy he nomination doesn't. since 2014. Man knows what he's doing. He's a smart, smart, smart musician. A he smart, knows how to make music. But, oh, that man is tiny. Just yeah, absolutely. I think the most important question that came out of my watching Silk Sonic is how do I get their Coke? Um, <laughs> because <laughs> they right. were on one all night. <laughs> I mean, it was that it was the rise from the table to accept the award that I was like, Okay, we're playing to the audience right now. We're, we're, um, just, we're I think just being assholes. My favorite tweet about it all was like, um, Bruno and Anderson give it like the exact same energy as you and your best friend who aren't allowed to sit next to each other in class. <laughs> like They were just there all night waiting for their names to be called and they got called every single time they were up for an award. Like, yeah. And then also, Anderson packs haircut 
was like oh. fully a wig. Like it was, it oh. looked, it looked like a beauty supply store wig, and I loved it. It was like this weird, freshly so like dome mushroom dome. Oh, it was, it so looked good. like um like a character from Freaks and Geeks, like going on a night out or something. I don't know. She went to Sally's. Literally. Yes. <laughs> that was a Sally's. Um, listen, their performance was good. I'm not going to knock the music. It's just like, I never, I didn't know they existed. I didn't even know they existed. They're brand new. Only they were up for new artists. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, let's talk performance. Um, we're going to start off with um, a review, basically, from Rolling Stone. And then Scout's going to comment on what was said on Rolling Stone. This was uh, considered one of the worst of the night. Uh, they wrote, look, Lady Gaga's friendship with Tony Bennett is sweet. Love those two crazy kids. And if one of the most vocally gifted and outrageously imaginative pop artists of her generation wants to get her kicks doing goofy ass, let's pretend it's 1947. Yabba dabba dooby dooby doo jazz stick. <laughs> well, good for her. That's really cool. But does she have to do so damn much of it? Scout? Yes, yes she does. Listen, Pink was right. Um, Pink? Pink responded to like a Rolling Stone article about like the 50 best Grammy performances and literally went on this tirade of basically just being like, y'all have your heads in your asses. You have no idea what you're talking about. You're just doing this for clicks. Like you have n- you're not actually like do- using any sort of objective material. And that was the first nail in Rolling Stone's grave. This is the second one and I don't need a third. So fuck Rolling Stone. Are you like, excited to see the Yabba Dabba Doobie shit when you go to I Vegas? Will, I, will be, I will literally be seeing it, what, two weeks from today, so. I'm paying, I'm paying a good, a, a pretty penny to see it too. And I'm very excited. I don't understand why we're hating on that. It's not easy to do that kind of music, especially these oh, days. Oh, and yeah. like doing it with a legend like Tony Bennett, sorry, like I would have paid money to go see them together, together on the, um, in Vegas. My friends, my friends told me that she saw the Cheek to Cheek tour and like, just like randomly and like barely remembers it. I'm like one of the six people that attended. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like with Gaga, like it it seems like she almost doesn't know what creative direction she wants to go in. And like, I've been like a lifelong stan of her, but like, it just sort of feels a little bit like with her, she keeps dipping her toe back into like what she got famous for, but then it kind of comes off as like, that's not organic because she's she sort of like talked a lot about how she's reconnecting with the fact that she's literally like a classically trained jazz pianist and singer. And she went to, did she go to like Juilliard? She went to so, NYU. She went to Tish. She went to Tish, yeah. Same, same attitude. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like at this point, I, I can't really tell what she likes doing more. And so when she does stuff that's like Chromatica related, like it's it's kind of no question that she didn't do any promo for that album. And now she's going on the Chromatica ball, what, like two years later? Because mm-hmm. it's like, this woman likes to be a jazz singer and that's fine because she's good at it and she likes scatting like she's a little sim, but I don't know. I think it's also like interesting too, um, like, I mean, also just being like a huge little monster, like I like having recorded love for sale so long ago just because they had to like they were like we don't have much time to record this or whatever and it was just sitting there and then i'm like i'm sure that she thought like chromatica was going to be done and out of her hair by the end of summer 2020 and then was like okay um it'll be done by it'll be out of my hair by summer 2021 and then it got pushed back again and so it's like this weird like he, she, I'm sure she wants to do like stuff for Chromatica still, but also it's like I've got to put this album out with Tony because Tony's like that woman doesn't want to wear any love. Paula outfit. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm like, well, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm filming a movie. She's like, probably signing more, signing on to more movies soon, anyways. So, yeah. well, and why that's can't the, she do it all? It's a lot. It's hard. I mean, Olivia Rodrigo is dropping yeah. out of her Disney Channel TV show, which it did what ten episodes a season every two years mm-hmm. because she can't do the music portion and the television portion. And I think that and Lady Gaga has fibromyalgia. It, that yeah. this thing hurts. <laughs> and Lady Gaga's when she first started, she had that one direction, that very flashy, like, look at me kind of persona. And it's shifting more. Lady Gaga is shifting in a different direction as she's sort of rediscovering, finding herself. And I think, you know, as we're looking at her now doing the movie roles that she's been doing and and getting nominations and being kind of more in that awards sector and more refined as an artist, we're going to probably see more of the jazz style from her. Mm -hmm. I mean, you said mentioned Silk Sonic, Anderson Pack, and Bruno Mars were two very distinct styles that have now merged to that like seventies R and B like jazz about town sort of style that they're both in love with, and they they he wins everything. Bruno Mars will win everything wins that he's nominated for. <laughs> but I mean, as artists are growing, we're seeing that more. And honestly, Silk Sonic stuff is fucking fantastic. I mean. Yeah. It was making me mad at how much they were winning because I wanted other people to win. <laughs> but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Lil Nas X was snubbed a couple of times and I will firmly die on that hill. But I mean, as she's going, I think we should expect to see more of the jazz kind of come out and, and possibly even, I would be happy if we got an opera album from Gaga. Yeah. I love me some I would, opera. I want to hear her sing if, like, Yeah, I, was, I would not be surprised if like a Broadway move is next. <clears throat> I mean, she what? She needs a Tony, and I think that's it. She needs an Emmy, too. Oh, she does need an Emmy? But they are. But CBS is putting up the Tony Bennett special for, uh, for an Emmy, so... Any other, fa- any other favorite performances? Lil Nas X is always, like... He always, like, puts on a show. It's mm-hmm. always, like, so well-produced. And I'm like, he's got such a good vision. I, I liked everything about the Sondheim in memoriam except for ben platt because i do not like ben platt i thought they I, cut him out. at the end i thought it was just the three of them i thought they told him to go or something and then they zoomed out and i was like oh no he is there i <laughs> was so mad and he's singing he's singing one of my songs too i fucking hate ben platt um and he sings what he was singing one of my like actual songs that's in my like repertoire and i'm like you fucking i was incensed i was enraged one of the best things to like come from it was his boyfriend twin <laughs> like on the red the other Evan Hansen. yeah and someone was like why is his boyfriend giving father when can I be on my own it was <laughs> okay like, so like, listen his name is Noah Galvin oh we He's know the, he was a guest judge on I did not know listen no no listen do you aren't want all the aren't all the Evan Hansen's d- dating each other yes no so in, tw- in 2010 I was his child wrangler for a show I uh, um on Broadway. I was his no, um, Burnt Park Boys. I was yeah. his fucking you child. Were literally, you were literally. I, he almost got me in fucking trouble because he and the other kid were going up to the roof to smoke pot. I was like, you are 16 for years them. old. I Good am 22. I'm going to get in trouble here and get fired. Uh, and yeah. they knew that. They knew they weren't Mother, when can I be on my own? <laughs> so that's my Noah Galvin story. He, pot on the roof? I've always known he was a homosexual. I knew it from that, that day. But um, yeah. Fun, fun kid, fun kid. Let's talk about. I mean, <laughs> let, let's discuss the looks. Um, Doja Cat. Who were your favorites? Who Doja needs a new stylist? 
Doja Cat and Versace. Oh, that non-functional purse. Oh yeah, with like a few with like a few candies in it. Right, it was everything. I love that she's like a, like a Versace girl now. I feel like that's a good pair. Did you see? Her. Have you seen the video of her and Donatella? Donatella called her a bitch. <laughs> Donatella was like, uh, "I love it." Mikey's, I hated it. I hated everything she wore. I thought Don, I thought Donatella said, "Look at how good I look," and fuck that Doja Cat bitch. I hated incredible. it. That blue, I hated that it. Blue I want to know who did platinum blonde for the event because all of those wigs were looking so good like the little kind that of platinum blonde was like, oh so good it's everything to me um right. dua in that blonde unit i was like oh this is gorgeous i need this I need well this let, let's 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 do the top toots and bottom boots where do we want to start bottom bottoms all right uh first always gotta start with the bottoms 56 percent leslie odom jr really sixty mm-hmm. percent is Jack Antonoff. I was like, what is offensive about his suit? But okay, people. 62% Tiffany Haddish. Yep. It was not cute. Don't tell her that it was a costume. Her costume? Uh, it was not a costume. This is what it looks like. It, was a, it wasn't a costume. It was just boring. <laughs> yeah, it was ugly. It was Six, ugly. Again, he, another person. 66% Kelsey Ballerini. I was like, what is offensive about this? It's boring. So, yeah. I mean, it was if Gaga were it, would be praising it. It's the same it, color. I know, I, she's not Gaga. Correct. But also, Gaga wouldn't wear that. Gaga <laughs> would have worn something a little more extravagant than I than that. It was just boring. 70% is Sean Paul. 77% is a tie. We have Dylan Francis and Laverne Cox. What was the Oh, uh, it didn't matter. It was black and her the purple hair. It was terrible. It was not cute. Yeah, it looks like she. Open. It was her first costume fitting for Rocky. Yeah, Horror. it looked like. Yeah, costume? it looked like a. It. I was gonna say it actually looked like a costume. <laughs> the hair was giving Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dylan over. Francis. I don't know who Dylan Francis is, but apparently I've followed him. Uh, that was amazing. That was a moment. Because do you do you know the story behind it, right? No. Oh, um, is he the one, one of the, the Walgreens bag? Yeah, one of the DJs saw him in the uh, lobby and said, "Come out to the red carpet." And he's like, "Okay." He literally just came from Walgreens. Was the he like bites. a famous person, or was he? Just he's a, a DJ. Oh, okay. Could've I hated been. this. This is a, this. No, don't ever do this again, people. This is not cute. This is not funny. This is that not whimsical. At gala. Um. All right. Seventy-eight percent. Taylor Parks, the dinosaur. Yoshi. Right. That was not, that was, I've seen drag queens and more attractive. That designer. Well, more like, who is it? It was Bicala. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. Oh. You know, it was that's so disappointing. It. That's so <laughs> um, disappointing. 83%. I don't know why this anyone was offended, but Nikki Glazer. Boring. Yeah. But booting it to 83%? That's insane. Boring. Don't bore me. (laughs) Well, if you don't want to be bored, 88%, the worst look of the night goes to Justin Bieber. Yeah, he looked like two toddlers stacked. Yeah. He looked like he was trying to sneak into a party. If you want to do an oversized suit and kind of make it an interesting story, like I think that Elliot Page is a good example of that. Because like last year he was doing a lot of like, 
people like people were making jokes on Twitter or whatever of like I don't care if he wears a boring suit it's gender affirming and we love him and like true but also it was almost making this like statement on trans masculinity because he was like kind of a boy in his transition because it was it was very new and so he was wearing these like oversized suits to sort of commemorate that and he was his designers were talking about it and I that was it was tasteful because it was still like a, a good suit and Justin Bieber looked like he went to like Bowser's closet and picked yeah. up he could find it was weird yeah and with like the oversized like silhouette too there's still things you can do to like make it not look just like it's three it sizes too big like you can still pull things in you can and this is literally just three sizes just fabric like what Elliot Page did. I mean, it yeah. was still tailored. It had a point of view. It was giving homage to Oscar Wilde. I mean, there was actual viewpoints on what Elliot Page was doing versus Justin Bieber going, oh yeah, I have an award show. And this fit me at one point. Is, do, does he get nominated for things just to like bring in fans or something? Like that's not, it's not good music. It's, like like, not it's never, it's never It's not music. been good music in a while. Yeah, what, and what defines good music to the Grammy uh, voters and nominators? I don't get it. Every year, <laughs> it, it, there are um, definitely snubs and people who don't get recognized, because. but whatever. I have my own issues with the Grammy nominators. Let's talk about the toots. Um, I want to hear predictions from each of you based on what you know about the listeners. Who got the number one toot? Number one. Probably number something one. problematic. <laughs> I can see Paris Not- being up there. <laughs> You know yeah. what? Paris Hilton looked fucking Paris good, though. I, I personally Megan? like Saint Vincent. I don't know if people would agree with me. That little like ruffle. I thought it was fucking. I'm, she was a drag queen. She looked like yeah. a drag queen. Like that could be up there. Megan the Stallion. Megan. I'm say Megan. Oh, I did. I okay. didn't like Vins. All right. Well, let let's begin. Number uh, so seventy eight percent is Dua Lipa. Okay. Okay. And that blonde unit. She looked good. I didn't need the giant necklace. So like cut her off but oh, i just grab a mic it's gonna um, turn <laughs> but yeah, i was giving me julia fox who we can talk about her in a second oh my god that, everything that woman says is gospel to me oh, <laughs> literally writing my bible 79 percent. 79 percent goes to mika newton um 79 percent also goes to megan the stallion 84 percent anana sarkis who I did not know who she was until I did a Google search earlier today. She's a Canadian influencer, apparently. 88% Doja Cat. Yeah. Pass. 90% Chrissy Teigen. Oh, oh she is a boot, and so was that dress to me. Really? Everyone in that, in that shade of pink. Everyone this was Cinderella moment? The, the Oscars yep. theme for the, like, everyone's dress was red column dresses with no embellishments. And this was sort of like girly pink bows and ruffles. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. Maybe I, I just didn't like her, it. But, I, I like oh. the top of it. I like the like ruffling on the top above it, but like everything below was just her like. face bugs me now. Yeah. She's just so she just... wild that like I, everything's a boot on her. I'm sorry. 91% goes to St. Vincent. Yay. Oh, yes. Okay. Top three, 92%. Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. As it should that be. That was a drag queen. She looked so good. That was Morgan McMichael's mama. <laughs> number two, 94%. Lady Gaga. I was going to say. Was that the and number one, 100%. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X, yeah. I was going to say. In, in Balmain. 100%, uh, bitches! While, while Lil Nas X did look great, I 
do hope that with like whatever next era comes, he does move to another designer besides Balmain. I yeah. love him in Balmain, but I'm getting bored of it. it he looked incredible. In that, I thought that it was like a second time he had worn that. Like I could, yeah. I could have sworn I saw that outfit mm-hmm. on him, and it reminds very me very similar of- to the Met Gala, just different color. I was just gonna say it looked very Met Gala, which that was Versace. <laughs> I want to see it? something yeah. that's like Met Gala. Of- like a, uh, oh, oh my God. a choice. Like, I don't know. I feel like Mew Mew might be a cool choice because it's like mm-hmm. very feminine and it's like very youthful. I don't know. Balmain is just very like buttoned up for very, someone as like kind of sexy as what he's selling. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, that was the award show. Um, I mean, there's not really any other award shows for a while unless we want to cover the Olivia Awards. No. Let's <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, let's talk about topic number two. And the Oscar does not go to Will Smith. The Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences have decided that they are going to ban Will Smith from attending the Oscars for the next 10 years. This includes any events related to the awards, both in person and virtually. The decision was made after Smith made his resignation this week from the Academy. While Smith can say he accepts and respects the decision, is this a step too far? Had this happened not at the show, would anything have been done? Absolutely not. I'm fired the fuck up. Like he may accept it, but like, I don't, I think 10 years is fucking unreasonable. I, especially when fucking someone pointed out this to me, Adrian Brody made out with Halle Berry against Halle Berry's will on the Oscars stage and did not get a lifetime ban. So the Oscars is okay. if You sexually assault someone, but God forbid you slap somebody making fun of your wife for the third time on the Oscars stage. I think the funniest bit would be for Will Smith to just come back in 10 years and slap someone else. <laughs> just wait those 10 years and then like get back and be like, all right, and smack. They should have yeah. him host the Oscars in 2032. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think you maybe this sentence will be dropped a little bit after time? <laughs> yeah. Because I think there's going to be people, there's going to be backlash. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because at this point, like, <laughs> Should the Academy retroactively ban other people for their egregious acts? Where's Woody Allen's yes. band? Where's Roman Polanski's band? Allen? Roman Polanski won an award after, after admitting the after admitting he fucking sexually assaulted someone, he got an award. He also, yeah. after fleeing the country, we had a whole fucking standing ovation for him at the Oscars in like 2015. The Oscars doesn't care about fucking what white people do, only what black people do. It's also wild to me that they would like do this knowing that like, their ratings have been the worst they've ever been for like year after year. And it's yeah. like, it's just like they're asking for people to like not care anymore. <laughs> if someone should be banned from the Oscars, we need to direct all of our anger to Amy Schumer and her backup. Please. Also. Please. Please. Never again. For 10 years. Never again. Uh, Amy Schumer when was- When is she starting that break she announced? I'm ready. Right? She was so traumatized by Will Smith, but then was going to say, don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's oh, gun. Like, fuck you, cunt. Oh, that video, so dumb. my favorite thing on the internet is that like thing that she did when she first got famous, where she like laid down on the red in carpet. Front of Kanye. Said, and Kanye is looking down at her with disgust. And there's a headline saying, in that moment, I wanted her dead. I wanted her <laughs> dead. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, I feel like 10 years is kind of a joke. Like, I just don't get who we're servicing here with that. Um, I don't know what kind of decision making was going on behind the scenes. Who was advocating for 10 years? Is there a rule book to the Academy? I don't know, but really not. 
<laughs> this just seems um, outrageous. And again, there are there are people debating both sides of whether he should be reprimanded for what he did, should not be what, whatever you stand on it. I really do think this is too much. This is this is just ridiculous. I think and everyone like, should slap the hosts next year. Yeah. And also, like, perfect. we, I just, I don't think that, like, and that's the thing. I don't want people to think that I think he should have slapped him because I don't. But like. It's just, it's just so fucking I mean, wrong. If they really wanted to like punish him, they should say you have to host the Oscars and you don't get paid for it. Fair. Because he would actually be a good host. He's Not funny. if he wasn't getting paid. <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna show up. All right, let's let's talk about more people who are out of things. After being removed from his performance at the Grammys, Kanye West is out again, this time at Coachella. Earlier this year, he threatened to quit after Billie Eilish made a non-comment about Travis Scott, but the reason for this ouster is, quote, a lot of pressure and stress on him. Well, that's me too also, but I don't have the luxuries you have. And speaking of luxuries, his team is looking for behavioral treatment centers with a luxury component in order for him to be a better human and a better dad. Um, should Anna Delvey help tell Kanye about her luxury treatment center? The Anna Delvey Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, also, West is being replaced at Coachella by The Weeknd and Swedish House Mafia, though the former is demanding Kanye's $8 million yeah, plus 500000 exactly. production fee. It's not yeah. been confirmed yet. It's being uh, thrown around. Now, the we've money been following- or the news? The name, because they he wants the money, and they're not trying to pay him that. Right. Yeah, they want to pocket the money they were going to give Kanye. But we've been following the Kanye drama since the beginning of this series. This is what we said he needed. Do we think this is going to help Kanye? It would help me to go to a nice luxury retreat <laughs> for a little while and de- de-stress and breathe. So maybe it'll help him. I just want to know why he's riding so hard for Travis Scott. Cause now it's also coming out that he was trying to get Travis Scott to be a part of Coachella. And they said, no, like, why are we riding so hard for this man? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean this, again, we we've discussed Kanye a lot. We knew this was inevitable. Um, I'm glad his team is finally doing something about it. And he's acknowledging that he's maybe not the best person um, but he's he, he's really doing it for his kids, is he, or is this just another publicity stunt? I was gonna say this is like, all this coming is all just from part his, of this. This is all just part of the long game. Kids. This is part of his PR team. I have yet to hear this come out his mouth. Right. Like right. this is all a fucking PR stunt to say he's looking. He ain't looking. I'm looking. <laughs> oh wait. <Ooh. laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, obviously, Coachella. Maybe we'll talk about Coachella in a couple of weeks. But um, are we excited for Coachella? Do we care about Coachella? No. Has anyone gone no. to Coachella? I'm excited for Coachella ever. You only Except go to Coachella. One time, I was maybe excited for Coachella was in 2020 when Gaga was supposed to be the headliner, and then they pulled. So, or when didn't she like surprise release the Cure at Coachella? Was that a thing there? I don't know. What it might like. have been. Um, this is, we're, this is very off topic, but I listened to The Cure for the first time in a minute, like last weekend, and I was like, it's very obvious now that this was cut from A Star Is Born. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, listening <laughs> back, I'm like, oh, this definitely was meant for a Star Wars board. Like, almost like a song from, like, the Mama Rue album. Something about <laughs> it is just very, it's very RuPaul to me. It's very, like, oh, I remember Mama when it came Rue. out, my friends like, were I could, like, I could see someone dropping a verse on it. <laughs> <laughs> the remix. Stop. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. We're not talking about it, but Catwalk is a terrible song. Oh my Obviously. God. They should have done just what they want. I was so excited. <laughs> just let Leland write a fucking song. Leland is what good at writing Leland's music. Like 47 as long as he's not starring in it, year. I'm okay. <laughs> Why was Leland in the room? Anyways. <laughs> also, how apropos that nobody went home. Oh, well, that could be any week of the season. For real. I was like, it's, tw- was like, it's season 14. Yeah. All right. Well, Kanye, good luck. Um, I'm sure we'll God be talking bless. about God you speed. next week. <laughs> Godspeed, I'm dead. Whatever you say. Okay. Britney Spears had daddy issues, and now she's got mama issues. <laughs> Lynn Spears believes that her daughter should cough up and cover these 663, $663,203 legal bill related to the now defunct conservatorship. Britney's lawyers call the move exploitive and claim it is not Britney's burden nor her fault. Lynn's lawyers say that the November filing was made in good faith as she advocated for her daughter's release from the conservatorship. Essentially, what she's saying is Lynn Spears is claiming that due to her involvement, she was able to get the ball rolling on ending the conservatorship. So who's right? Whatever Fuck Britney's Lynn Instagram Spears. caption says is what I believe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna look um, for it. I'm sure there is one. Yeah, it's like I'm like this woman has like as soon as Britney got out of the conservatorship, she's not like it's not like she was like my dad is terrible, but my mom is okay. She was literally like fuck both my parents. She was <laughs> so like I don't know why. Dad, you suck, mom. I'll get to that bitch later. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know why she thought she was gonna be able to come around and be like her most recent is. Don't let anyone treat you like free salsa. You are guacamole, baby. You Dude. are guacamole. <laughs> Is that on a t-shirt yet? Uh, you know, um, I did buy on Etsy. I switched baristas. I have. I'm getting that shirt. I had to switch baristas. I have I to. need that shirt. The thing about Gaga is that she is the opposite of SZA. She cannot lie, and she. <laughs> She has to be honest with people about how they, oh my God, I could watch that clip forever. Oh, it's so good. Um, So, <laughs> so good. like, what are, are, are Britney's family members just not getting about this situation? I think they're all just like, panicking. There's everything they're doing is like, well, might as well do this because it can't get worse, right? The money train It can't get wor- worse. It's going to get worse because the book's going to come out and we're going to hear even terrible, more terrible well, they things. Can't, they clearly can't stop that. Happen, so. They, I'm like, so ready. When they locked like one of the world's most beloved, famous pop stars into like this abusive situation, what did they think they were going to, did they think people were going to like be empathized with them? I just don't understand what they thought they were going to get out of this. They could like usurp money off their family member. Right, they they had like a decade of money and then. Tea. It's ridiculous. Listen, at this point, don't, ex- don't be surprised if you see uh, the Spears family minus Britney on Celebrity Family Feud. You know what? I'm still waiting for Jamie Lynn to be on The Masked Singer. Um, Where's Rudy? Or is that was that all false? Who Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, I'm the Masked Singer. I feel like I, mean, I might have just I haven't watched that show. 
I was banning it, watching it because I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. Cause I've not, I've only gotten two celebrities wrong the entire run. It's been on TV. I love a good mystery. Call me Fagatha Christie. Um, not Fagatha Christie. Call me Fagatha. <laughs> but, a... but like he's yet to appear. And I'm like, wait, did I get bamboozled? Cause I'm about to be real fucking might have. I think we might have. I don't know. Maybe, um, he's just, maybe he gets, maybe he wins. Stop. Fucking <laughs> kill me now. The reason, that, the reason that he hasn't been revealed yet is because it's chocolate. You have to yeah. think. <laughs> it's chocolate. It's chocolate. Um, oh, God. What was I going to say? Don't remember now. Yeah, Lynn Spears, you're, you're crazy. You're not getting Oh, yeah. Money. It's just not going to happen. Her family's insane. Like, they oh, must no. be panic. It must be panic mode every day. Yeah. All right. Final topic. In a stunning move, Dancing with the Stars is leaving ABC after 16 years. The smash hit reality show will find its new home on Disney Plus and become the first ever live series on each streaming network. It has been picked up for season 31 and 32. The reason for the move? Monday Night Football is returning to ABC. Are you a fan of Dancing with the Stars? Do you think this is the death of the show or will this new format allow for a new group of viewers in to tune in? No, there's not. I don't think there's a new group of viewers on Disney Plus that like wasn't if they weren't interested in it before, they're not going to be interested in it now. <clears throat> also, yeah. how many seasons have there been? 30. This is going to be 31 and 32. They do two seasons a year. Put her in the grave. Put her in the grave. Superstars versus UK versus the world. It's going to be. Yeah. Courtney. When's RuPaul going to be on it? Listen, Michelle Visage, she's going to do it at some point. When When is Jamie Lynn going to be on it? The same season as RuPaul. Didn't they put a murderer on that show? Wasn't Carol Baskin actively on Dancing with the Stars? He was. Essentially. She did not. We don't know if she killed anybody. Her entire like her entire celebrity is maybe she killed someone. Super hot take. I don't think she killed him. I think that he because he had all these. I watched season two of Tiger King because I just couldn't I stop myself. You and one other person, baby. <laughs> I, exactly. I could not stop myself. He was all up in Puerto Rico, like running with the Puerto Rican mafia. So like, I think he did some things and got himself killed. Yeah, I'm a little team Carol Baskin after the second season. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. After the, after the first season, oh, she killed him. She buried him. She fed him to the tigers. This second season, I'm like, you know what, Carol? I think you imagine, might be right. Imagine getting set up as a potential murderer by the like biggest cultural phenomenon of 2020, and then nobody watches the sequel that tells you that, like, you're, not that actually, your name. you're not actually there. If everyone's watching uh, John Cameron Mitchell and uh, Kate McKinnon instead. No, no one's Ooh. watching that show. It got the what worst reviews. What? I don't even know what show this is. It's on Peacock. It's the it's terrible. Um, tele- oh, the, you already lost no, me. This is. I haven't even heard of it, let alone like have an opinion of it. What? I yeah, don't even know. Kate McKinnon's playing Carol Baskin, and John Cameron Mitchell is playing um, Joe Exotic. Okay, was like Hedwig and the Angry Inch? Yes. Wasn't Nick Cage this- supposed to play him or something originally? Uh, David somewhere. Spade was trying to play. Um, the role, but they it went to John Cameron. Dirty Rock is just was just predicting reality. Correct. Yes. <laughs> this um, it, it's literally got, getting the worst reviews that it's two shows in one that are completely different tones, and that Kate McKinnon is awful, and that John Cameron Mitchell is the only saving grace about the show. Yikes! I have to watch it. I'm excited for him. 
Um, ah. So Dancing with the Stars, I love the show. I, I because I just wish I can dance. I wish I could do that. Like my dream was to be such a big star and Big Brother. Then they would be like, Oh my God, you should do this show too. Then I learned how to dance finally. Um, who should be on Dancing with the Stars? I want Tanya Harding. <laughs> no, Tanya Harding already did it. I want her the back. Hilarious Ross Matthews. <laughs> Ross would be good. I mean, style the- superstar Carson Kressley. Uh, Carson did already. He was, uh, I believe, he was voted out first. If they um, want to do a show, voted out. No one gets paid. Put is, this, is this like Survivor? Do they vote each other out? No, it's it's the audience. Um, oh. I mean, look, but you have to realize a lot of giant names have been on this show. Put Wendy Williams, dog walker. Kim, Car- this, Kim <laughs> Kardashian was on it. Um, Kimberly. Yeah, Kim was on it. Bristol Palin was on it, and and all you can't put you cannot put Kim <laughs> Kardashian Alley. and Bristol Palin in the same level of celebrity. I'm sorry. Taking the like secret celebrity drag race angle, where it's like non celebrities, like the it's B-list, Anna updates from Twitter. No, no, there are a lot of uh, non celebrities <laughs> on this show too. Don't 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 you worry. Um, Vanessa Williams was a treasure. We love right. Vanessa Williams Pop on this podcast. <laughs> I'm excited for a celebrity secret. No, I can't. Is it coming it's back? Again, right? It is. It's. I, we don't know when it's coming back. Um, it's probably going to be right after this because there's. Remember when it was like the season twelve chaser? <laughs> like we had like five hours of Drag Race every Friday to get the untucked. The season twelve chaser yeah. was just that contestant we don't talk about. Oh, <laughs> Knew him from high school. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking terrible know. April Fool's joke that was. I unfollowed everyone who liked that post. I literally do yeah. not understand why people are still following fucking him on fucking... At, you know who else is... Somebody's still sitting at this podcast following him. I just not mean. unfollowed. <laughs> I haven't unfollowed it. I don't know. I didn't even know, realize I was still following him. Oh, don't worry. I realized it. Okay. All of us like... <laughs> Look at Get you, your phone out. Listen, there have, been, there have been Call people. Who, there have been people who've said I should interview them. Uh, and I no, do not give interviews. them the platform. If you no. want to interview, if you want to interview anyone who is involved, I can call my friend Ben Shimkus and you can interview him. But do not give that fucking person any fucking platform. We say as oh, we I talk won't. about them for ten minutes. <laughs> I'm not saying a name. <laughs> no one said a name here. Watch them be on Dancing with the Stars. You know what? At the rate this is going, it's going to be a star over on Disney Plus. Now, listen, yeah. this, on Disney Plus, what's going to happen is you're going to have one of the kids from High School Musical, the musical, the series is going to be on it. Um, you're going to have go. you're going to you're going to have someone That's in the Marvel why she's universe. The show. No, it's going to be Joshua Bennett or Joshua Bassett or whatever the fucking gay one is so, that broke her heart. Zac Efron. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Zac Efron. Listen, um, Monique, yes. Monique Coleman was on Dancing with the Stars. She did great. I like how you have like a full-on categorical knowledge I of everyone who's been on this reality show. TV so much. On like much. how many seasons have there been? It's okay. It's, uh, you love your music. I love reality TV. We've all got our it's things. True. It's, it's, true. It's, 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 it's okay. What are you looking forward to next week? There's no awards shows to look forward to anymore, so... Oh. Maybe like a, a week without news about Kanye. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Never going to get it. Never. Yeah. Well, where can we find you all on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Let's start with Annie. 
Um, you can find me on social media at underscore Atomic Annie on everything. And my Venmo is just Atomic Annie with no underscore. Scout. Um, same Instagram and Venmo at Scout Sonner. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm doing a show at the end of the month for the first time. Finally. <laughs> I think it'll be a five month hiatus, but April 29th, Red Bear Brewing, Washington, D.C. You're going to shave. Hmm? And I'm going to make money. Shave. I know I'm going to have to shave. It's going to be rough. And Mikey, what about you? Uh, Instagram at Mikey Nichols Pay. Uh, that's the vibe right now. I don't know. That's the vibe. That's well, the vibe. Thank you all for being here. Until next time. Thanks for having us. The biggest thanks to Mikey, Scout, and Annie for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.